bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Greetings and welcome to the AIE Podcast, episode 143, the Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez, hey hey party people, and joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey AIE, I think you're awesome. So Zod had a birthday, happy birthday to Zod's daughter uh, today. It's uh, Yeah, I guess he had a birthday party he needed to go to, so... Zod, Zod is not with us this evening. He he might pop in later. We're not really sure. Um, but uh, we understand family comes first. And, uh, you know, happy birthday. So, Aludra, totally. what has been going on with you? In I'm guessing you've been playing some Battle Pets. Just maybe <laughs> that's just a wild just guess. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, actually, yes, I've been playing a bit of Battle Pets in WoW. Not too much. Not as much as you would think somebody like me would be playing. <laughs> um. Yeah, nothing major to report. I, I got uh, Angler's rep up to Revered. Forgot they had a pet. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm lazy. And- <laughs> yeah, for me, I only do Angler's rep if I catch one of the rare fish and have to fly down there anyway to turn it in. I was like, oh, I will totally do four dailies. And then I will never talk to you again until I get another another fish. So it's my, my rep is not very high so far. Yeah, I went down there a few times when I was doing Cloud Serpent rep trying to get up there and, you know, oh, since I'm here, but I don't fish much. And I just found out that there's this daily fishing spots in Warcraft where uh, one of nine spots will have like a million nodes and I still don't have a sea turtle. So I thought, oh. eh, why not? So the you these nodes spawn, it, you'll be surrounded by them and they spawn really, really quickly. And then your bobbler goes off in about half the time. Oh, and it's wow. really, really awesome. Yeah, I I was not aware of this either. So. Yeah, I caught four stacks of emperor salmon while doing invites last night. Wow, and yes, I know. when we're when we're sitting and decided, okay, I'm going to sit down and do officer stuff for 45 minutes. It turns out archaeology really easy to do, fishing mm-hmm. really easy to do. So it's Pet like we, metal uh, leveling. Is oh, really easy to do. Yeah, no, I, I can imagine. So I got my my uh, hunter panda. I might have, I, I haven't leveled him a whole lot. Uh, I got him to 85. So I can mm-hmm. actually start moving into like, I believe that's panda time. Like you can go into the Mr. Pandaria expansion yeah. at that point. So uh, I dropped skinning. I pick up mining because I think I'm going to change him to an engineer. Uh, so I'm going to try to see as far as I can get with mining before the craft fair so I can at least bring some of my own materials to the table. But uh, just like dropping a profession that I'm already at like 450 or 500 is kind of painful. Like, I'm like yeah. oh, I've already put so much time into this. But uh, I think pretty much every character I've ever made in World of Warcraft ends up being a miner. Like they might not start out being that way, but like uh, every one of them, like Gomez way back in the day was a Skinner leather worker. And then I was like, Oh wow. These recipes kind of stink for shamans. I mean, they're much better now, but mm-hmm. I, he's a minor jewel crafter. Now my, my uh, Alliance priest is, uh, I'm has a, uh, has, uh, <laughs> tailoring and, uh, tailoring and mining. So it's, it's just like, it's something that I've, I, it's too hard to ignore the experience that you can get, uh, from that amount of like 15,000 per is, uh, is, you I have know, to say, you're really nice. I'm going to the craft fair with nothing. 
Like, I, absolutely nothing. I, I know how many guild banks we have full of stuff. Like, I Me do too. know that. Like, because I'm an officer, I see the mails bouncing back and forth, and it's astounding. People have no idea how many guild banks we have full of stuff. I still feel guilty. Like, showing oh, up and be like, hey, lay it on me. Like, not I'm me. here I've for you to level. <laughs> I volunteered at two craft fairs. Did absolutely no leveling for any of my alts. So, nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm, bringing, I'm bringing my little monk over there. They're like, what do you want to learn? It's like, yes. What do I want to learn? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I haven't dropped leatherworking yet, but I probably will in the next week just because it's I'm not doing anything. I almost downloaded Star Trek Online like two days ago, but I was like, no, I can't. There's way too many free to play <laughs> games. And I, I know, just, I feel mm, bad. Secret I haven't really touched in a long time. And, and, I and Lord of the Rings. Game. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's, it's, and after this show, I'm going to be like, ooh. So it's it, yeah, I know. It, it comes and goes in waves. Th- I'm really thankful. The one that would probably draw me in would be Eve. If Eve was free, I would be done. Like I would be in that game because it is totally the sort of thing that I would enjoy doing. I just can't just the the way I'm keeping from playing it is I can't justify the cost as well as I have no free time to play. The time, so, no, yeah. the time commitment in Eve is stupid. Yeah, it's it, it, it is rather <laughs> huge. So. Uh, we do have a great show coming up. We have a special guest, Van Flick and Duck, standing by to talk to us about Lord of the Rings Online. But first, we will go into the news. A.I.E. News. Uh, meetups, meetups, meetups. With the weather turning nice in most places, tons of meetups are getting organized. The meetup.com site has been getting a lot of new guildy action, like the raid on Harry's Hofbrau in San Jose, which is in two days. I will be there. I think we've got four people signed up to show up, but there's been a bunch of other people that say they're they're going to show up. So please show up. It's really cool. It's, a, it's like a family restaurant, and they have lots of space for people to hang out. So please come if you're in the area. Uh, we have a raid on Dave & Buster's in Ontario, which I believe is near Aludra on April 26th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Nova Luna on the forums wanting to know if anyone will be going to the Wizard World in Philadelphia this June. Yeah. So, I mean... I imagine we're going to see even more traffic between the meetup and everything uh, now that things are getting warmer out and everybody's thawing out. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the craft fair, as we were just talking about, is happening in just two weekends. And afterwards, Coop Run! Alicaz and his crew want to make sure that all the nifty items crafted at the fair get some proper use. The Alliance surely wants to see all of our new... 600 crafting level uh, tunes bearing down on their cities and hugging them and showing off all their great new gear, I'm sure. Yes, no, that's absolutely, that's, uh, I'm sure they're patiently waiting for that to happen. Oh, yeah. So, um, if you are loving AIE so much, you're considering transferring servers to join us. I mean, that's like 25 bucks or I think Mm -hmm. it's $50 if you're Alliance. So, if you're like that hardcore... (laughs) You want or, to join or across other games too, as well. Oh yeah, I that, mean, that, that other games very true. server transfers. So, uh, your friendly officers would like to remind you: please fill out your application for your newly transferred character after you make the jump, because we've had actually a lot in the past month, I would say, of people submitting their app. Their app is totally approved. They got the email. They transferred. Had to name change. 
which means you have to then contact the officers and saying, hey, I applied under this name. So it's an extra step that you need to do. So if you can just wait till you've actually accomplished the transfer, remember, in I don't think in any game we have any restriction as to when you can fill out an app. So no. do your transfer first, then submit an app. And then when you get your email, you'll be able to come right into the game. That's So we're just asking you to do that to sort of streamline things and to have one less step for you to have to jump through to get in. BlizzCon tickets will be going on sale on April 24th at 7 p.m. PDT and again on the 27th at 10 a.m. PDT. This is all on the official Blizzard site. Ooh, BlizzCon site, I mean, ha. Huh. If you have the $175 oh. and you are feeling luckier than Vegas, <laughs> go ahead and try to snag some. And if that's not expensive enough for you, and you're thinking you should give Blizzard even more money, Blizzard is holding a benefit dinner for the Children's Hospital of Orange County on May 1st at 7 p.m. No, that's not when the dinner is. That's when the tickets are going on sale. Oh, My okay. Mistake. It's, at, it's tickets, actually at BlizzCon, right? Like, it's that same weekend, the charity dinner. I think. I'm okay. not sure. They I, didn't I think it was last it. year, or the last yeah. time they had BlizzCon. I think that was the case. Yeah, these tickets are going on sale, not for double the BlizzCon price, no, no, <laughs> but for $500. Wow. Wow. But this fancy benefit dinner's price also includes tickets to BlizzCon, so you get to, you know, strut around going, yeah, you only paid that much? Well, shh. <laughs> guess how much I paid. <laughs> That yeah. gets you nothing else. That doesn't include food. That doesn't include rooms. That doesn't include tickets to anything else. So just good luck. for charity to um, charity for the children's hospital, which is a good cause. So speaking of Blizzard, the last wing of the Throne of Thunder has opened and is available for all, including looking for raid. If you have an item level of 480, go on and take take on that annoying Thunder Mogu that, believe it or not, we've been working towards for a good portion of the expansion. Yeah. You know, if you actually read the quest text, you're very surprised how much you're talking about the Thunder King before Throne of Thunder even happens. Star Wars Online has released its first digital expansion, Rise of the HUD Cartel. So what's this expansion offering? How about a new level cap? More endgame content? extended personal storylines and just way too much for me to fit into this show that's supposed to be talking about a whole different game. Subscribers <laughs> can even save 50% off of the $19.99 price tag. So it is almost complete. Andrew Allen, the composer of our awesome theme, has his Kickstarter winding down. It will end April 20th at 5 p.m. So we're, I think, at about 44 hours remaining. He is at 133% funded. I'm sorry, that's 133. Kind of tripped over that. <laughs> uh, he's also released most of the track list that will be on the album. Thank you to everyone for contributing to the success of this album. I think we can get him to 150. Come on, folks. We have, yeah. we have like a day and a half left. Let's get them to 150 and uh, let's, we can do it. let's really make this thing uh, make this thing happen. And if you've just spun up in Star Trek Online to discover brave new worlds, new life, and new civilizations, well, the Romulan expansion is coming very, very soon. A reminder that the expansion itself will be free, but there are some neat starter packs if you're looking to buy a few neat items. Now, this is stuff like, you know, XP boosts and little um, what cosmetic changes and such, but these uh, really help. 
in the beginning. One of them is a ship, like a yeah. upper level ship. So if, if you are interested in such things, uh, you can you can absolutely uh, check that out, and uh, hopefully that should that should. Remember, the expansion is free, but if you want, you know, some some shiny things, you can you can certainly get that. Oh, definitely. So They're with all that, that uh, they have been waiting patiently. They've been changing the show notes to mess Aludra <laughs> and I up. I saw that Van Flick. So we have we have ducks and Van Flick. Uh, welcome, guys. Hey, how's it? Can you hear me? <laughs> we can. We can. <laughs> Oh man! Just just for the record, I went in there and I said mm, maybe I shouldn't do this, and I backed out and I left it the way it was. So. Oh, see, you, you were trying to help us, but it looked I like because I saw your name flashing around on the Google Doc, and then like, it, uh, hey. yeah, yeah. So just trying to be helpful. What has been going on with you guys in Middle Earth? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's see. I think when we last were on, we had somewhere in the order of maybe 30, 35 people, uh, players, characters okay. uh, in the kin. And uh, we hit 102 this afternoon. So um, it's wow. it's been – it's <laughs> been yeah, so that's what, four or five weeks. Um, so it's been busy. And I actually just uh, – told Garrico there who's uh, in our kin that he was number 100 so I just found that out today so it's been it's been really busy um, I don't know if you remember last time we were on uh, we talked about the free gear giveaway and that drove a lot of membership I so people <laughs> like free stuff it turns out like free game yeah. free stuff like who's not gonna show up for that that's <laughs> yeah it was like a month-long craft fair um, <laughs> so and, and if you've not been in the game come into the game if you were in during that period and check your mail because you might have it full of stuff um <laughs> it's so, just been sent back so or it's been sent back, back so we can us. get it to you <laughs> <laughs> please our, our banks are full yes so, um so anyway so that's that's kind of what's going on uh ducks well, we've got uh, new events happening right now. You know, since the last, uh, since our last time on the show, we actually they put out an update for the game itself. Uh, they actually ended up redoing the way that wardens handle their what is it base ability. Um, gosh, now we're right in the middle of a new. What, it's a sixth anniversary, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. I just signed in yesterday to see that. Today is a double XP weekend. So that was kind of nice. Um, just trying to get everybody to know. You know. It's like, hey, there's an event going on right now. You get free stuff from it. Two days worth of activity of just planting fireworks, basically, and uh, celebrating. And uh, maybe beating up dwarves for beer. And uh, you can get all kinds of in-game items. Yeah, actually, um, today is the first of three days of double XP in the game. So if you're coming in... Uh, over the next weekend, if you've got a character or if you're just starting out, it's um, 100% XP on top of everything else that you're getting. Uh, the other thing is the Spring Festival is on right now, and it goes through to the end of the month. And it's, I'm sorry, it's not the Spring Festival. It's the 6th Anniversary Festival. The Spring Festival is next month. Um, and this uh, festival is uh, a bunch of different events. You can earn tokens, and you can earn mounts. You can uh, randomly loot uh, cosmetics for, for your high-level mounts, which is a war steed. It's more of a, a faster mount. Um, t- today, I just got my um, fireworks-laden 
horse and uh, it randomly shoots off fireworks. Um, yeah. Whether nice, <laughs> just you know, and then if you're near an NPC, the NPC will make some comment about it. So that's pretty funny. Um, it's like, so like, this sounds this totally sounds like someone who knows nothing about you know anything related to Middle Earth. But do you guys have any idea if The Hobbit drove any people to play Lord of the Rings? Like when The Hobbit came out, did you guys see a surge at all when that happened? Uh, or did you, you know, was it kind of, has it kind of just been growing steadily? It's, I think there was an increase. You know, when the movies themselves came out, it, it started just generating news again. Because it's been, what, 10 years since the Lord yeah. of the Rings trilogy? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's hard I, to believe that, too. I was watching I them the other day, and I realized this was made in, like, the early 2000s. And, <laughs> oh, man, now that'll make you feel quick, because that time just <laughs> went by. Man, was this made in the aughts? Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, like, made in aught too. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I, I was just curious, because it's, it, yeah. like, that very much brought Lord of the Rings back into the forefront, sort of. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't Definitely. sure if that actually propelled some people coming into the game as well. Well, I could tell you that um, they have this concept in the game of um, dynamic layers. It's uh, it's kind of like being out of phase in, in World of Warcraft, where you're you know, on... Yeah, it's like... Or if you're you know going through a quest line, you can't see somebody, even though you're on the map, you may see them. Oh, okay. Like, right next to you. Um, dynamic phasing is like that, and uh, so if you're in a different if you're in a different level, then uh, the only way you can see them is if you group with them, and then either you go to their level or they go to your level. And uh, I I haven't seen that until uh, a few days ago before the festival, um, and uh, and it's it's interesting that you're starting to see that a little bit again. That's probably because of the increase of population. Oh, okay, so, game, so so they're not doing it as a result of quest mechanics. They're doing it as a result of server shards. Like <laughs> a bunch of people are trying to do the same content at once and they need to make sure the load is balanced out among their server farm. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right now, exactly. when you're in Bree, the, the main uh, men of the West city, uh, there's a quest actually to do fireworks where you shoot off fireworks and you just have to keep firing off fireworks in based on what they're they're saying, like, you know, fire off a red firework, do anything but blue. They'll tell you to do these fireworks. While that's happening, you're seeing the fireworks that everyone else is firing off. Oh, man. So you have a lot of activity on your screen. You can see your frame rate drop, and you can see all these people with their individual animation doing that as you're doing it. So wow. if you jump to another phase, you see that happening in this other phase. So I think they're really trying to do some load balancing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, another, actually, a really cool thing that they're doing this uh, festival um, that they haven't, I haven't seen it before, and I think this is totally new this, at the uh, sixth anniversary here, is that they have a dwarf uh, battle. Basically, it's, it's kind of like um, the grim uh, guzzler type thing where uh, you go to the dwarf, um, the inn in the, in, the, in the pub bar area, and you basically have clubs and you just start whacking your other players. It's like PvP with alcohol. Well, it's a bar, um, bra it's a bar brawl. It is. It's like a bar brawl. And they That's awesome. With your directional control. So if you're trying to steer yourself, yeah. it's not responding the same way that you would if you're pressing the keyboard or, or mouse steering. Right. So you're actually trying to run straight at somebody and you're heading off toward the corner. Wow. Because right? you're drinking. <laughs> oh, it's, man. 
And so if you go through that a few times, I, f I forget, it's like 50 times or something. They're every three minutes or something. If you do 50 times of, of doing that, you get a title called Battered, Bruised, and Contused. And, uh, <laughs> wow, very yeah, specific. It's funny. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, so anyway, those and you get points, you get like little coins, which you can do spend on different things like, uh, you know, cosmetics of capes and equipment and... Um, you in a box is a new thing. It's it's uh, you basically it's you're inside a box and your arms and legs and head are sticking out of it. It's, you're a mime. Uh, sort of. <laughs> you're yes. Oh like my a Christmas gosh. present. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. So uh, so that's oh. kind of an odd thing. It's like one of those things that they probably should have put in Christmas, but they forgot. Um, <laughs> gotta get rid of this thing. Um, so uh, so that's what's been going on for the uh, spring festival. I mean, sorry, the uh, the sixth anniversary festival, and then. For the um, for the spring festival, which is coming next month, you'll have the same traditional stuff, which is the ale association for in league membership drive, which is you you go to different pubs. Basically, it's a pub crawl, and uh, and by the time you're at the second to the last one, you can't your screen is all messed up. You can't see anything anyway. You have no <laughs> idea where you're going. So that's the whole challenge on that one, um, and that's that's next month, and uh, we'll actually cover that at the next time we're on. Um, so hopefully it'll happen. Uh, we'll be a week early this time instead of the uh, 21st or whatever it was that I was shooting for uh, okay. Star Trek Online. Um, I, I had a, a question regarding that. So with the drunkenness that that game does, is it because I know that uh, EverQuest would gradually like normally you could view like this much of the screen and it would mm -hmm. slowly increase the uh, the amount that you could see till pretty soon you could see 270 percent of like the field of view. So when you were moving, it was like, Oh my God, like it was very, very hard. Like what is the drunkenness effect that Lord of the Rings on? Like, cause it sounds like it's an integral part of the game. It is middle earth after all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's um, it, your screen gets um, d uh, out of focus. Oh, okay. Um, so it's sort of what wow does. I don't know if you guys have played wow. Yeah. In the past. No, yeah. I've, yeah, I've got a few. I got three nineties. Um, so uh, it's yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's it's different because um, the colors wash out. Oh. Of uh, and so it it, it Wait, it's just deer goggles. It's very more? much. It's actually closer to real life, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would know anything about that. Oh yeah, well, no, none of us. <laughs> no, no, none no. of us. From, ever, from what I ever. hear, yeah. don't drink, kids. Stay bit. in school. Never. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah. So that's that's the difference, and and this is a normal spring festival stuff where you know you can earn your you can earn a mount um, just like this. You can earn two different mounts in this event. Uh, there's two different amounts you can earn in the in the other event, um, and you can you can buy th like somebody was walking around with a Stein today, uh, and I, that came from the fall festival. So they use it as a as a weapon, just like you do in other games. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They've also got little envelopes flying around the city. So if you have a quest, you can actually grab those envelopes. If you open it, it could either have a quest item, it could have just a scrap of paper that you can just discard. Or uh, according to some of the websites now, they're saying that there's actually special mounts that only come through that. It's like a, <gasps> the special you know, envelope mount? Can you ride it like a carpet? Because that would be so cool. Go <laughs> stamp down yes, at the populace as you fly. Yes, I'm there. Sign me up. Aludra's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Aludra is crazy. <laughs> I think they call that the airmail. 
Mount. Oh, man. Nice, nice. Like well, it like beats that. the Pony Express. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> I can't drop this one. It's like... <laughs> I could drop mine, but I, I'm having fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's. It's like a, as somebody Summer. in the chat room said here. It's like the money grab, and it's literally it's flying around, and you have to chase it all over the place just to grab it. It's a uh, it's a bit of a pain, but it's fun because you have like see people running all over the place chasing these things. They just look like crazy people running around the zone. Dude, <laughs> I would be all over it. Like, I would what be all over. What are you doing? <laughs> Real life needs that. more randomness like that. Oh, yeah. oh it's random. You, know, you can get emotes out of that, so you can actually get an emote that binds to your character. You oh, I got the toast one today. Special amount. Yeah, the toast. That yeah, one. That's wow, awesome. I want yeah. toast. That's oh, great. like yeah. like not a square piece of bread you put in the oven like a toast. Like you no, have a stein actually... and you. <laughs> Excuse me. It's it's actually a complete emote. So you toast. You 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 your hand lifts up with the mug, and then you drink. And then you do this jumping, spinning around thing. Um, it smash the mug down. Yeah, it's wow. it's just it's this really complicated emote just for this <laughs> one little thing. It's really funny. So um, you know, so I guess it's rare. Um, so it's supposed to be pretty rare. So they're adding little things here and there into it just to try and keep it, you know, try and keep it new. Well, yeah, that's, so that's awesome, cool. though. I mean, there's nothing worse than playing a game that goes free to play, and then you feel like you're being ignored or forgotten for. for oh yeah, they're doing the bare minimum profitable. to keep people yeah. interested. Yeah. Yeah. That's <coughs> Conan. <coughs> but, uh, you got something in your throat there? Raiding. Uh, raiding. Okay, cool. Ooh, raids. Tell us Is about like... raids. No, no, no. Since they're hobbits, are they raiding the fridge? Oh, that's awesome. man, Alutra, you are killing Wait, me tonight. This is a tough crowd. <laughs> Were you saving this that from the last what? podcast? No, it just popped into my empty little head. Okay. All right. Well, you know, if you make a hobbit and you make him a cook, they could supply everything you need. But refrigeration technology has not quite reached Middle Earth yet. No, oh, no, on. it hasn't. You're t you're telling you're me the pantry. You're you're telling me the wizards <laughs> haven't figured that out yet? Come on, dude. Come on, Gandalf. When like, the wizards got there, they were assigned certain jobs. Two yeah, of them took off to go to the east. Nobody knows where they went. You know, Saruman, <laughs> he's locked up in a tower. Gandalf's roaming around smoking pipe weed, and the other guy's hanging out with the animals in the forest. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, tired. there's no time for refrigeration there. Nobody went up <laughs> north to the mountains. I mean, come on, in the mountains. That Misty is where, mountains. That right. is where refrigeration comes from. Oh, Go check yes. with the people up in Forochelle, but I don't think they're going to get it down because they're kind of nomadic. Mm -hmm. No electricity. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> rating. Rating. Okay. Rating Not the, the fridge, Aludra. Okay, the pantry then. Rating the pantry. Okay, that, that, that works. <laughs> that I can take care of. <laughs> I just want, you know, I want folks to understand the rating in, in Lord of the Rings, you've got a lot of options, even starting at level 20. And Ooh. I figure this is a great way to let people know what's going on because just trying to communicate with them in game when I see folks is like, you know, somebody pops up and go, "Hey, go raiding! You're level 20. You can go. You can go do it." Uh, this it gets the message out. I hope. Okay, raiding. You know, there are raids originally back when I started. You started at level 50, and up until then, there's nothing. Now you actually can start raiding at level 20, and they use the skirmish system. So the skirmish system we talked about last time. It's completely modifiable. You can say how many people you've got. You can choose your difficulty level. All the, the rewards you get are based on your level. 
So for level 20 people, they go into these Rohan raids, which I believe there's three or four of them now. You go into these things that could be 12 people, 12 or 24, level 20 people, or even a range of people. And you get gear that fits for what you're doing. And you're also getting crafting material, all kinds of other things that they toss in with it. But this is the, you know, they, they push the story along, and being able to do this at level 20 is really nice. Because you could fill a level out really fast with this. You know, they just added the Rohan raids, and those are the level 20 ones. So I just looked it up. Basically, Flight to the Lonely Mountain, the Fires of Smog, and the Battle for Erebor. I actually just ran one of them on my 85 tune, and I got gear out of that that was just silly compared to everything else I've got. It just made it look, you know, pales in comparison. Wow. And I, okay, I got that's some crafting cool. Items. It's nice. Purples. <laughs> Way beyond that, it's actually a color they don't even usually list in the game. It's it's yellow, a yellow item. Oh wow. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a yellow. Yeah, the only time you ever see them is from high-end raids. I've got wow. one previously. I ended up getting another one from a raid, from this most recent raid, just by luck. So um, you said that you... So it scales the raid up? Because you said yes. that you were level 85, and you did the like a newly added level 20 raid, so it just scales the content up for you to be able to tackle it? Whoever's, whoever sets the raid actually sets the level of the raid. <gasps> oh, wow. Ooh. So... I went into a level 85. Uh, I was lucky enough to just be invited by somebody because they needed a captain. So next thing I know, there I am. We went on three runs through this place, and I got a piece of gear out of it that was level specific. But the, the instance and skirmishing system actually opens this up at level 20, so anybody can go do this. Wow. That is so cool! Jeez, imagine all the extra mileage we could get out of Warcraft raids and other games like um, Swotor and such if they also let you select the level of your raid. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I love that because it gives me something else to do. Exactly, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm level 40 and I don't have gear, but there's a bunch of people who want to raid, so maybe they'll bring it down to me. And <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, when I started playing, the first raid was called, um, I think it was Heligrod, and it was a, a complex of four different wings. It's still around, and they didn't, ha they have not added that to the skirmish system yet, but that one... You know, four wings, you go through, you can do all kinds of cosmetic items, you can get a couple of uh, really elite items that you turn into quests, and... He hasn't said pets. Um, <laughs> no, mainly just cosmetics. Aww. <laughs> if you're a captain, you get a pet automatically. It's called a squire. If you're a lore master, you get a pet automatically, and it's a bird, and then you can get different... He's a bird, but he's a dot, and he can't tank very uh, well and dies. Well, no, the, the lore master well. pets are... There's so many you could get, um, and then of yeah, course yeah, I they, had a lore master. Yeah, and then everybody, it, it, uh, you can uh, can you craft them? I think or something, or they drop or something like that. I know I sold a pol I sold a polar bear on auction house for mm. a few, uh, quite a bit of gold. So yeah, yeah, I got up to the brown bear the the last time I was playing, and you guys are making me really want to resub and try again, or not resub, <laughs> but redownload. Just play for free. Yeah, I know. Actually, play lore master for free. Oh. Yeah, more masters included, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well then, huzzah! More pets. Yeah, the only for ones me. they don't let you use, I think, are warden and runekeeper. I think those are ones you would have to to provide some kind of. I have a box over there. <laughs> you probably already have the stuff you need then. I might. <laughs> you have a box. I do. I have a Lord of the Rings box uh, with my PC games. I found it last time. 
No, the first time you guys were on the show, I was like, what's this box? That is awesome. (laughs) Nice. So Ludra's old school. Yeah, she probably has a lifetime membership in there. She doesn't even realize that she does. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that would be embarrassing, huh? Like one of the first hundred people that subscribed or something. (laughs) No, that was my friend. (laughs) That was definitely my friend. She had There's like two of... lifetimes or something crazy like that. Maybe I could There's... ask her for one. There's a lot of them on there. Yeah. So you covered Heligrod. Yeah, Heligrod's... You... Which one was the one you brought us into? Or that wasn't... That wasn't even a raid. That was oh, wow. just going into Goblin Town. So, so I mean... does Goblin Town, is it like Halloween Town? Everybody's singing and dancing? And... Yeah. They do. They do okay. dance around quite a bit on the little rope bridges and stuff, just like in the movie. Oh, so as cool. you okay. Pass them, they run in terror, and then they attack, and they throw spears at you, spears of love and happiness. <gasps> Hug spears! I love it! So it's 7,000 uh, Rube Goldberg devices all chained together. In- <laughs> <laughs> at the end, somebody fries an egg. You know in there somebody's frying an egg. Whenever you go into Goblin Town, you always have to bring a little crew with you. So I brought I brought Van, I brought Takosa, and I brought uh, Apolis Kane. He's also known as Benoit. Um, brought them all along, and it's like, okay, here's the goal. We're gonna go to we're gonna go see Golem. Everybody, keep your hands inside the car at all times. Aludra <laughs> 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 picked a flower. Nobody stops. Nobody touch anything. It's all. <laughs> Don't put on any rings. It'll be fine once we get to the other side. Yeah, that's the worst part. Ring, like All jewelry goes into a bag. You will get it back at the end. We Permission swear. slips must be signed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a lot of good gear out of that. That's the point. Yeah. You know, it's. It, oh, you guys are making me so sad. Can go in. Yeah. What? Um. You. You and I were talking the other day about damage or something. Yes. Or do you want to cover the rest of these things here? You guys ask him what your damage is? There's like actually yours. different types of damage, but I got a story for that one, and I know um, Benoit's going to be annoyed because <laughs> he's on vacation right now, so he's not seeing the podcast. Please, yeah, isn't but... it Benoit? Benoit? <laughs> I, it's not Benoit, is it? I mean, he's French. Depends on where you're from. <laughs> Benoit. Je ne pas. Yeah, those are words. Je ne That's what that's what they pretty much one of the like, I don't understand. I don't comprehend what you're saying. <laughs> that's no it. soy French. <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, uh, clothing store when I was a kid and it was named uh, Benoit's and uh, we used to call it Benoit's just to annoy the people there. <laughs> you know, wow. So, yeah, I told him that he didn't look very happy with that. <laughs> Not you, them. Yeah. But. Nope, nope, nope. It's the Brotherhood. The Brotherhood of Benowitz. Well, Not be stuck safe. in your head. I will just call him Apollos or Cain. Yes, there we go. Apollos. We all know who you're talking Apolis. about. Apollos. Right, there cool. we go. All right. So, you know, I brought Apollos into Sarnor, which is, and there, there's different types of things. So you've got your raid, which is just like in Warcraft, you know, but you also have just group dungeons and instances. So I, one time we're sitting there hanging out. He's like, oh, I'm really close to level. Do you have any suggestions? Oh, hey, Sarnur. There's a, there's a dragon at the end of it that'll... Uh, eh, it should be a pretty easy kill. Let's go check it out. Took him through there. It's another loot pinata. You know, he just basically stands there and just tries to decide what is the uh, cheapest thing I can throw away. Stands there going, look at all these 
bag space I don't have anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> never don't go forget... to these places without having a lot of empty empty bag space. Yeah. Right. And the so. new thing about the game is that it auto loots, so you just have to run by the stuff and it goes in your bag. No, wait. You don't even have to click anymore. No. Nope. No. Wow. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's <laughs> oh. You know, it, we we go through the entire place, no problem. He is level specific for it, and I'm I'm over level. But we're we're going through. We're just you know he's he's getting experience, he's getting loot, all kinds of stuff. We get to this dragon at the very end. It's 49th level. It was named Bullrung, and it's a nemesis, <laughs> which is like a kind of an elite elite master that kind of thing in Warcraft terms. And so it's like okay, you know, so we're like, what's the game plan? Okay, we're gonna go kill it. Okay. <laughs> Good well, plan. That's a great plan. <laughs> I go charging up there. I'm I'm level 85. You know, it didn't occur to me this would still be an issue, but I'm level 85. I go up to the dragon, start just attacking the dragon. Normally, I get maybe two, three thousand points on a crit. With, you know, with a melee weapon, I'm doing like 800 on a crit. Oh. Or 500 on a regular hit. Damage resistance. Like, <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about with this with with damage types. Oh man, I'm sitting here going, my. Goodness, that yeah, was something. Suck. I'm, 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 talking to, I'm talking to him, and I'm like, I'm like, something's not right here. And he goes, Yeah, I'm not even hurting this thing. And so he's shooting at it with his hunter. I'm, I'm just attacking with my, with my captain. And we realized, okay, something's not right because I, I went through my entire health bar, a couple of heals that I can do. Uh, it turned and one shot at him. It then just turned back at me and just focused on me and just took me down. And it was like, okay, so something's not right. Did a little bit of research, discovered damage type. There's ancient dwarf damage. So every, well, there's ancient dwarf, there's Beleriand, fire-based damage, light-based damage, Western Nese, which is kind of like Numenor, Men of the West kind of thing. And then there's what they call cries, which are kind of vaguely defined. But each one of these damage types, a monster will have a certain resistance to it. You Only a lore master can tell you what that is. Oh, so a lore wow. master can sit there and look at what a monster is, right-click on it, and basically get a property list from it. And from that, you see a screenshot. Typically, it will be posted on a website for, like, a, a boss fight. And they'll say that, you know, for for this creature, it is, you know, its resistance to Ancient Dwarf is remarkable. And so if you actually try and use something contrary to that, that list, it really does have an effect. And I wow. was reminded of that even after all these years that I played. Yeah, it really does matter. It doesn't really matter what level you are. What matters is that you really watch the way the system works. So this thing was, was very uh, susceptible to what they call ancient dwarf damage. That's typically for dragons, lizard-type creatures, that kind of thing. If I would have had that on my weapon, I would have done full damage. Or at least very close so, to full damage. So th that's my question. So is that like a specific weapon type, or can you actually like enchant your weapon to be able to have that sort of damage? Exactly. You can enchant it, and you can get a scroll, earn it through skirmish system, earn it through raiding. Okay. Just quest drop, and put that onto a weapon. It overwrites whatever was there previously, but you then have that property on your weapon. You can only have one property at a time. So my question is, uh, in addition to that, with so basically it looks like based on the fight that you're doing, you might change the the uh, the the type that you're doing just to adapt to that fight. How I, much of a premium is bag space at in this game? If you're going to have, I want to have one of each of these to be able to, oh, we're going into this fight, I know I need fire now. Like, how much actually, of a premium is that at? 
you really can't put fire or light on a melee weapon. It's something that can be done with oil for a hunter okay. or a warden. So really you're stuck with, like, back when I was raiding, when uh, Rift came out, Hel's, uh, Helgrad and all the other stuff, we would have, you might want to have an ancient dwarf weapon, a Balerian weapon, maybe a Western Ace weapon. If you don't, it's not usually that bad. But if it's you versus the monster, it is that bad. Okay. So, because, I mean, you were talking, out. you were level 85, this thing was level 49, and it uh, kind of wiped your group out. So that's... <laughs> It's pretty right. sad. I haven't I haven't died to something below eighty five for a very long time. <laughs> I went back. So, I went back with a, with a special enchantment and killed it. <laughs> so in other words, it's it's very much a rock paper scissors. Like if you happen to have the the correct type, you can completely just destroy something. But if you if you have something that it's not weak against, you're going to have a lot more difficult time, or you're not going to be able to beat it at all. It'll make it difficult because while you're standing there, like when I was fighting the dragon, I'm actually taking fire damage from being close to the dragon. It's oh, hitting okay. me with its wings. It's hitting me with its, wow. with its tail, claws, whatever, biting. You know, uh, <clears throat> Apollos is, is at max range back. It's shooting at him a fireball. It wouldn't get it wouldn't get past me because I'm holding it in place. But just the amount of damage it can do when it when you can't sit there and reciprocate and try and take it down faster, even with a large level difference, it doesn't matter there are ways to really take advantage of the system. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Right. Oh, and your bag, um, the bag system in, in Lotro, you you don't um, you don't have, like, you can't buy an 8-slot bag and then a 20-slot bag. It, they're a bag. and uh, But wow. the difference is, but the difference is here six, is... Six, I think, 15-slot bags. Yeah, so do I. Uh, actually, there's 16-slot, I think, and that's... Oh, there are 16? Yeah. Okay. But, um... Uh, but the thing is, this, the the game allows you to stack more than you do with World of Warcraft. So we have stacks of, I mean, in my bag, I have a hundred stack or fifty stack of different things, and that's the unit before it rolls into another stack. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Oh, so, so the the stack size is a lot larger. Okay, that that oh, yeah. makes a huge yeah. difference because there are some things they've added in recent history. I think it's like the Kuiperite ore or something in WoW stacks to like two fifty or something, but most of the other right. ores only stack to twenty. So that that's good if they've they've scaled things to to understand that. Oh yeah, no, when you move into this part of the game, you're going to get a ton of this stuff, but it stacks high enough that you don't need to worry right. about it. Right. I mean, how many times do we walk around with like five or six stacks of twenty? whatever's yes you know what I mean? oh very much so yeah yeah so you don't have that thorium thorium exactly <laughs> well old school kicking it old school yeah. there with the thorium mining Dark iron. that was always my thing was mining <laughs> oh, man. to mine it's like the whole point of the game right the mines right. yeah you know folks check out skirmishes check out you know don't worry so much about damage types unless you're going into something like a raid or a dragon. That's where you get your lore masters. That's where you get folks that have this extra information for you. You know, and talk with your fellow guildies. You know, we've done this before. We're ready to do it again. And check it out. You know, there's always something new being added every patch. And uh, so uh, a question as far as the lore master, you said they, they can provide additional information as per, I guess it makes sense, a lore master would have additional information. Does that, ch like, once you have found the information for a boss, does that change the, the like, can it change the next time you go to a boss so the lore master would have to gain said information again? Or is it, no. once you have figured it out, that it's like, oh, this dragon has this type, and then you can use that from that point forward? 
If it's a dragon, it's a good bet that it's going to be ancient dwarf, susceptible mm-hmm. to ancient dwarf. Okay. So the lore masters we used to have in the guild, they would go in, we'd they'd see the boss, take a screenshot of it, and put it up on the forums, oh, so nice. that we knew what it was. <laughs> it's like, guys, FYI, this thing kicked our butt. Uh, kicked our butt, but it's weak you. against ancient dwarf. So you know, yeah. good to go so for go the future. So go find an old dwarf and just start throwing Beat him, him at the dragon. That would be awesome. <laughs> Throw the dwarf at the dragon. Yeah, just start throwing hey, him. Hey, one does not. Toss a dwarf. I'm just saying. Unless he asks for it. <laughs> yes. It's gonna be a really old dwarf. And it's not the beard. <laughs> no. Oh man. No, no, no. You grab him by the helmet. You swing him around and chuck him. So I mean, it, uh, I uh, once again, I'm tempted, and I'm I'm really tempted. Memorial Day weekend. I'm going Ooh. to try to take Friday off, so I have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I'm going to download like two of the free-to-play games that AIE is in, and I'm going to like spend a day on each of them because I really, really want to see what these games have to offer. I just mm-hmm. don't have the free time right now. <laughs> and you can see if you can get a quiver of dwarves. Yes, <laughs> so you can just throw multiple Throw dwarves. <laughs> old dwarves at the dragons until you get what it is you need to, until you get loot. It's awesome. Until it's the like dwarf the, chokes on it. The yeah, dragon the dragon it. chokes on dwarf gear. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to uh, mention? Uh, just that the, this weekend is a double XP and okay. uh, we're in the sixth anniversary uh, right now so there's lots of great loot um, you know, if you're if you're in there playing the game, so Come on over, find us. Okay. Out. Cool. So we'll you guys are on the, uh, I'm sorry, is it Brandywine server? I'm no, told. That's the old one. Oh, Landreval. wow. I'm like old, wow. yeah, kicking it old school here with that. Which you one is really it? You really are. Landreval. Landreval. Land- okay. Oh, there are oh. Landreval server. So join that one, folks. Join that one. Find AIE. Get, you know, probably free stuff. I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Like, He's not saying they'll do it, but they might. Stuff to give away. <laughs> if, if and, you... and envelopes. We need envelopes, envelopes now. Yes. <laughs> Chase the envelopes yeah. down. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so we've got extra gear. So you hop in the game. We, uh, yeah, help us get rid of it. <laughs> Come on in. We'll send it over to you. Okay, cool. Well, that's our show for this evening. We apologize for the technical difficulties, but we want to thank both Ducks and Van Flick for joining us. Next week, we'll be talking to the AIE, AIE in EVE online. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Aludra. That, yeah, dun, that was, dun, dun. I figured that was probably you. <laughs> Stay tuned, as we've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including... No overly dramatic news this week. What? I, I have one email. in the inbox. It says no overly dramatic news. Well, a, a, remember, we're a week delayed. Oh, that's true. So no, we okay. have one. We're good to go. Well, we have a debatable overly dramatic <laughs> news. <laughs> PVP 101, Aludra's Pets, Mega Minute, Hailing Frequencies, and Ask Miss Mulgra. But first, if you need to reach us, we can be found at... Our email is podcast at aie-guild.org. Our Twitter is at aiepodcast. I am at shownotfound. Accuzod, when he is here, well, I guess it's all the time, uh, is at Accuzod. Aludra is at aludra underscore aie. Uh, do you guys have Twitters that you would like to mention? I am at historic geek. And I am at Van Flick, V-A-N-F-L-I-C-K-E. Okay. 
Uh, our website is www.theaiepodcast.com. You can watch our old shows, well, and new shows, I guess, technically. Uh, you can watch any shows. On youtube.com slash user slash Podcast. And our theme was composed by the awesome Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul. That's S-O-U-L. And uh, thank you guys both very much for joining us. Thank yes. You. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website, a one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community. AIE where all the nice people on the internet are. Hi there, everybody. My name's Chris the Prop, and welcome to PvP 101 where I share tips and tricks to get you started with PvP and World of Warcraft. Starting next week, I'll be getting into more detail about the various battlegrounds, but before I did, I wanted to share two tips that I've learned that will make things easier for anyone who's starting out in PvP. The first tip is, stay with your teammates. If you're not familiar with the battleground, one of the best things that you should do is mount up with everyone else and try and stay as close together as you can. Staying in a group will make the chaos of PvP just a little bit easier to digest. Going out on your own, however, is a surefire way to find yourself quickly being mauled by the opposing faction. Secondly, be patient. At first, you're going to be horrible and you're going to die a lot. But stomach through those first couple of battlegrounds and you will slowly start to see your honor points rise. Once you gain enough for your first piece of PvP armor, you will start to see yourself being able to survive more and more with each additional piece. However, it's very important that you not get frustrated and give up during those first couple of battles. Thank you guys for listening to this segment. For any questions that you might have or tips of your own that you'd like to share, feel free to email me at chris at ocdcast.com. Also, check out Relative Dimensions, my podcast about all types of multiplayer gaming over at ocdcast.com. Until then, class is dismissed. Oh, Ludra the Mage here helping you find the pets. Because there are too many to track nowadays. One of the newer pets out there on the prowl is the spawn of Gnathis. This guy drops from Gnathis himself, a completely soluble elite if you like kiting. He's found over on the Isle of Shenzei Dao in the Townlong Steps. You know, that island where we had to do all those crazy Shadow Pan dailies? Yeah, there. 
Me and a bunch of guildies spent a completely enjoyable evening taking this guy down to get the pet, which seems to have a 100% drop rate. If you decide to go this route, don't worry. Gilnathus has a spawn rate almost as good as the Shaw's. If you're crazy enough to try and kite this guy, remember, he falls for all sorts of traps and snares, being a big eel and all, and he can also hit for about 70k every 5 to 10 seconds, and has the health of, well, a big elite eel. The spawn of Gilnathus is a blue quality, aquatic pet. Which you'd kind of expect from a big eel, I know, I know. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. And for more Battle Pet information, head on over to battlepet.net. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacoda minicast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I gave a brief synopsis on the Tortoise Encounter from the Throne of Thunder Raid. This is a one-phase fight. Be advised that this fight requires a lot of movement and healing at the same time, so any talents that you might have that let you heal while on the move really help out. I primarily focused on healing the tank since they take a lot of damage, so we felt that one dedicated healer on them would be best. I kept myself positioned close to the left leg of Tortoise so that I could stay in range of both tanks. Just make sure to avoid spinning shell from turtles and rock fall from stalactites as best you can since both can cause a moderate amount of damage which eventually will kill you. So I start off by beaconing the off tank while sacred shielding and direct healing the main tank building illuminated shields on him since initially he's taking most of the damage. Tortos cast snapping bite every 8 to 10 seconds on main tank so I like to keep my hand of purity rotating onto him to help mitigate some of its damage. Once the off tank grabs the vampiric bats he then takes a ton of damage so I switch gears by focusing my heals onto him and sending a sacred shield his way. Hand of Sacrifice comes in handy with mitigating some of the damage he takes. Holy Prism and Execution Sentence are two talents best suited for this fight. Since I was primarily tank healing, I went with Execution Sentence to throw onto the off tank when on bats. Ever so often, Tortoise casts Quake Stomp, which causes a ton of raid damage, so I like to have a healing cooldown ready to use for afterwards. I also use Glyph Divine Protection for mitigating some of the physical damage to myself from Quake Stomp. Several things that I changed up were use of Glyft Flash of Light and Burden of Guilt talent. Because of all the movement and healing on this fight, I found myself using Flash of Light often for that quick heal and following it up with a buffed heal to same target. Only recommend this if you're comfortable with your mana. With Burden of Guilt, I was able to use my judgments to slow some of the turtles so as to help DPS burn them down. Cooldowns were best saved for after Quake Stomps, during times the off tank was on bats, and during the last 20% to buff my Holy Shocks and Word of glories when healing while dodging was constant. If mana is tight, then I definitely recommend replacing Glyph of Flash of Light with Divinity to get some mana return from your Lay on Hands. I hope this helps out. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Hi, I'm Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online, and hailing frequencies are open. In fleet news, we've recently completed our Tier 2 Starbase and our Embassy has recently moved into Tier 1. 
There's been a flurry of fleet activity lately with members being super active and creating the trademark green wall effect on most nights. As we move towards tier 3, everyone is really kicking in and donating amazing amounts of resources. An added benefit of this is that fleet members are learning to take advantage of bonus reward missions and teaming up more regularly to tackle the grind together and make it more fun. Speaking of team-based missions, the Crystalline Entity is back and is part of a daily mission to earn a shard off the Shimmering Boss himself. Over the next three weeks, collect 14 shards, one per day, and turn them in for 1,000 fleet marks and 50,000 dilithium. You can also earn more than 14 and turn in an extra shard each for 100 fleet marks to use towards fleet improvement. As a side note, feel free to swing by the Starbase and see what we have to offer. Elite fleet shields, ground weapons, even consumables to take into fleet engagements. Extra Aatrox carry to watch my back? <laughs> yes, please. Just hang right when you get off the transport pad and head into the fleet stores. In expansion news, the changes are already being tested on the Tribble server, and reports so far are promising. Along with the new content Cryptic is overhauling, the user interface, as well as making drastic changes in character creation and trade assessment. Remember, if you are a new or even a returning player, now is a great time to hop on board this free-to-play game. Just swing on by the Extra Life forums in the Imperium Ludi section and check out our recruitment thread in the Star Trek Online subform. See you around the spaceways, and remember, set phasers for I'm giving it all she's got. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, as a responsible father, how should I tell my teenage youngling about where little orcs come from? These days, younglings are more informed about the world around them than their parents ever were. In all likelihood, your youngling feels that she should be teaching you about how things are, and she would probably be correct. Although, I find it quite adorable that you think you can tell your teenager anything. Good luck with that. I suggest you do what all parents do. Lie. Tell her that orcs are designed using some crazy goblin device where you can choose their complexion and eyes and hair and that they magically appear in southern Duratar somewhere. I am Miss Munger, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. And there we have episode 143 of the AIE podcast. A big thanks to Van Flick and Ducks for joining us to talk about Lord of the Rings Online. Next week, we'll be chatting with the folks in EVE Online to get some spread ships in space. So I hope you'll join us then, and thanks for listening. Like you're there!